Your reasons for listening to this show, well, those are your own. But just keep in mind that the views, information, or opinions expressed on the Tuttle Daily Podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of our sponsors. Yeah, it's called free speech, people. Nobody's forcing you to listen. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. I don't, I never wanted to be one of those egotistical radio guys that had a big ego and thought that their shit didn't stink or that they were just too good for their own uh, well-being. No, I, I know that I have a lot of improvements to make. I've told you guys that this podcast has actually made me a better broadcaster, in my opinion. It really, really has. But what I would like for you guys to do, you know, I, I do ask you guys to help me out every once in a while, but I really, really think that this could be big for the Tuttle Daily Podcast, uh, the growth of the show. If you're a supporter of this show, I mean, just like if you're a fan of a, uh, a a band or a musician before they break it big, and then you, you feel proud when you see that band start to grow. Now, there are some of those people out there that will start to call them sellouts because, oh, they're not the same person that I used to listen to. No. But this year, because you got to remember, last year I started this podcast in March. And they have uh, something here. It's the Orlando Weekly, Orlando Best Of. And one of the categories is Best Of Podcast, Not on the Radio. Best of Orlando Podcast, Not on the Radio. Now, the winners of this category have been Tom and Dan. A mediocre time with Tom and Dan pretty much for the last eight years. Nobody has been able to touch them. Now, do I think that I'm going to be able to win best podcast in Orlando? Hell no. No, not not when you're up against competition like Tom and Dan. Now, would I like to be nominated? Would I like to see my name up there, the Tuttle Daily Podcast, for people to be able to vote for me as best podcast in Orlando? Hell yes. I think it would be amazing for the growth. I've talked to you guys about this. When it comes to my analytics, it's one of the first things that I look at every single day whenever I wake up in the morning. I want to see how the previous day's show went. And my hosting podcasting website tells me that nobody in Orlando is listening to me, which I know that is a goddamn lie. I personally know people that download my show on a daily basis that live in Orlando. But I'm not getting credit for it. And I, I, I really need to look into that. But we've made it really, really simple. What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to write me in. Because they, they, they've already got some of the other people that have already nominated, I guess, people that have like finished in the top three in years uh, past. But you're going to have to write me in on this one. And it, uh, we've made it very, very simple. My web guy, Jason, he has set up a little voting page. So just go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. That's Tuttle.net. Now, you're going to be able, you're, you're going to have to register. You're going to have to give your email. I know it's a pain in the ass, but it would really, really help me out. Because it would be nice just to be associated with some of the bigger podcasts in the Central Florida area. And this is where the ego people. You know, a lot of these podcasts, they spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on great equipment. But the content is horrible. Like, it's not even compelling. It's not polarizing. It's not funny. 
It is just sad. Now, there are some podcasts that out there that, that sound really, really good. A lot of you guys, if you're new to the show, I, I do this podcast by myself. Most podcasts have an ensemble cast, a group of characters. See, I, I just made a really, really bad case for myself as podcast, the way that I stumbled over the word ensemble. But what I'm trying to say is that I'm having to work just twice as hard as most of the other podcasts out there because I'm doing the show by myself. Yes, it is recorded. Yes, it's not live. I can go back and edit stuff. Uh, and, and I know this last week I had Sirach on with me. But you guys know, also know that I've been going through a lot of bullshit. But my show, the quality, the sound, the content, I, I would, uh, look, I'm not going to say that I'm better than Tom and Dan, but I, I'm pretty sure that I am second compared to all the other jobber-ass podcasts out there, and I'm not attacking any of them. Matter of fact, if any of the you local podcasters out there that listen to the show and you would love to have me on, hell, you know what? I am campaigning right now. I am campaigning to get in on this voting. I just want to be nominated. So go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds. T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. Now, I also am going to call in some favors. I really am. Because you got to remember, I've worked with some of the biggest radio shows in Central Florida. Started out with Ron and Fez. Then I moved over to the Monsters in the Morning at Real Radio 104.1. Worked with Drew Garabo. Worked with the Phillips File. Moved over with uh, Shannon Burke. Worked with Bubba the Love Sponge. Mike Calta. Drew Garabo again. Hell, even did some stuff with the Billy Madison show. So what I'm trying to say is that, yeah, guess what? I know that it might not be a little fair. Guess what? Other people have cheated when it came to ratings or contests and stuff. And you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to play the game because guess what? I guess that is what you've got to do to be able to make it in there. So if you could easily do that, if you don't want to go to Tuttle.net, just go to OrlandoWeekly.com, search Best of Orlando, podcast not on the radio, and you got to write me in. When you write me in, write me in as the Tuttle Daily Podcast. But it's very, very simple. You can just go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. So I know a lot of people like to complain about TMZ, about how they harass celebrities, how they're just garbage. It, they're like tabloid news. But I will admit this. TMZ does get some great sound bites every once in a while. I've even seen them break uh, news before any of the big networks did. But one of these guys at TMZ ended up catching up with Caitlyn Jenner, uh, you know, formerly Bruce Jenner maybe at one time the greatest athlete that we've ever seen here in the United States. The guy won the goddamn uh, decathlon. Now, is that okay for me to talk about him in the past tense? Like, you know, with cancel culture and stuff, you got to be careful. You, you just never know. So when I'm talking about Caitlyn Jenner, once being the greatest athlete uh, that we've ever seen here in the United States, is it wrong of me? Is it offensive for me to say him? Or do I have to say her about talking about Bruce Jenner in the past? But TMZ caught up with Bruce Jenner. I screwed it up there, there again. Caitlyn Jenner. And this is also the other thing. Caitlyn Jenner is out shopping. And I don't know. Well, it, I know for a fact it's not just celebrities. Because I see this shit happening all the time in Volusia County where people will bring their pets inside stores, and they're not therapy pets. They're not ther therapy pets at all. And these people, it's, uh, the Oak Hill Sunoco is notorious for that. People will bring in their full-size uh, full pit bulls 
into the Sunoco. And I'm like, I just want to just call these people. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, it, it, it just, it, and most of these people are walking from the trailer park. So it's not like they had the dog in the car because they took the dog to the dog park. No, they're just being uh, inconsiderate assholes. I think it's nasty as hell. It's unsanitary. But Caitlyn Jenner is out shopping, has her dog with her, and she's trying to get it loaded up in the car. And this is what TMZ asked her when they caught up with her. Hi, Caitlyn. So there's legislation in various states to ban biological boys who are trans from playing girls sports in school. What's your opinion on that? Now, if we were going to play a game of what do you think Caitlyn Jenner is going to answer? I don't think any of you guys would guess because you would think, you know, Caitlyn Jenner being transsexual. I don't know if Caitlyn has made the full transition yet. What I mean by that is, has she had the penis? her dick cut off. I talked about this on the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream, which will be happening tonight at 8 on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. But uh, Dr. Dan Diaco had a, a great quote. You know, it's easier to make a hole than it is to make a pole. Not a lot of you people uh, know this, is how they make a vagina. You know, it, what they do is basically banana split right down the middle of the penis, and then they fold it in. That That is how they create a vagina for a man that wants to transition into a woman. But a lot of people would think, no, uh, Caitlyn Jenner is going to be like, yes, you know, boys uh, should be able, uh, transsexual boys, boys that have transitioned into women, should be able to compete in women's sports. Now, I'll give you my opinion here in just a few seconds, but let's, let's just hear what Caitlyn Jenner has to say about this. This is a question of fairness. That's why I oppose biological boys who are trans competing in girl sports in school. Now, I don't want any of you guys to think that I'm anti-trans people at all. No, hell no. One of my favorite shows that I just recently started watching, I know it's uh, happened back in 2019. Uh, I can't wait for the second uh, season for that to happen, but the TV show Euphoria, the character that plays Jules, one of the best characters that I've ever seen written in television history. It's just a great, great character. And, you know, like gay, lesbian, transsexual, whatever it may be, I, I, I treat every single one of them as an equal. Like, what you do in your personal life does not bother me at all. Actually, you know what? I'm, I'm happy for you. I mean, I even support gay people adopting kids. I know a lot of people are against that. A lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, the, the kid's going to turn out gay. No, that, that's not the case. That's not the case at all. You're not taught to be gay. I mean, a lot of people want to talk about, oh, well, you know, people are born racist. No, you're, no, they're not. They're, they're taught to be racist. So what I'm trying to say is I think we would be way better off. I think, uh, matter of fact, I think gay parents might actually be better than heterosexual parents. But I do got to agree with Caitlin on this one. It is not fair to women, to girls, to compete against men that have transitioned into women fact is that they are still men and I'm not trying to be sexist or misogynistic at all but men are stronger than women for the most part now there there are some women out there that are pretty fucking strong but for the most part it, it's just not fair and if you're a man wanting to transition into a woman wouldn't you want fairness for female sports for female student athletes yes you bet your ass you should. And the thing is, is that Caitlyn Jenner's probably going to get a lot of heat for this one. From both sides. People are going to people are going to hate on her. And, and it just sucks. You know, I don't like any of those Kardashians. I think that's some of the most garbage TV out there. And I don't know how Bruce, a.k.a. Caitlyn, stuck around as long as she has. I mean, it, 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 it's maddening. And I almost think that the Kardashians might be a little bit jealous of old Caitlyn Jenner 
for getting all the juice right now when it comes to attention. So, so what I'm trying to say is, yes, Caitlyn's going to get a lot of heat on both sides uh, of, of the uh, aisle, but good for her for standing up for her beliefs. It just isn't fair. And we have to protect girl sports in our but, but But if someone transitions and now identifies as a girl, isn't it delegitimizing their identity to prevent them? Have a them? good day. See, that follow-up question is the reason that people really despise TMZ. Because that was a little bit of a gotcha question. Double-edged sword. Like, you didn't get the answer that you wanted. Well, maybe you did. Maybe that was a big setup. Maybe that was a setup so you could uh, hit her with the follow-up question. To try to make her look bad, like she is delegitimizing de the transsexual community. No. You gotta remember, this, this used to be the greatest athlete that America has ever seen. Won the gold medal, won the decathlon, was on the box of Wheaties. So, yeah, this is an athlete. This is also somebody that has transitioned into a woman. And I think her opinion counts more than anybody. Matter of fact, I have way more respect for Caitlyn Jenner now after this interview and even more after this guy tried to follow up with a gotcha question and, and was nice and polite, did not lose her shit, and just basically said, have a good day. Peace out. And finally, before I go to break, I want to play you a piece of audio. Now, I don't want you guys to think that I condone what this guy said at all, but it also made me kind of think about it. And what this guy had to say really does make a lot of sense. It is a police officer speaking in front of a bunch of other police officers about the best sex that he ever had in his life was after killing a suspect getting into a gunfight, surviving a near-death experience, and then taking the life of somebody else, which, look, I, I'm not saying, like, oh, I hate the police, no, I'm, uh, you know, uh, defund the police, no, not, not at all. Not at all. Because I got to tell you, here in Volusia County, Sheriff Mike Chitwood has some of the most respectful deputies that I've ever met. Like, he runs a very, very tight ship. But this guy does, and, and it got me curious. Like, I mean, us as men, hell, even women, we're all looking for better sex, right? I mean, sex, sex is basically a drug. It is. I mean, it is ingrained into our DNA to procreate, just to have sex, you know, I think maybe humans and a couple of other species do have sex for pleasure. Most of the time, it's just for reproduction. But like with anything else, humans, we, we just have to mess things up. We really do. Like, we have turned a natural thing like sex into a drug. People are sex addicts. People are always trying to push the limits on better sex everybody is looking for that next hit and when i mean by hit either dick or vagina i mean listen don't let women fool you and think that guys are all about the sex there there are a lot of women out there that are just as horny as men are they are i mean here case in point what about the people that like to choke themselves out while masturbating and how many people have died from that? Like David Carradine. He was one of the last famous guys that died from masturbating and, and tying a belt around their throat just to get a better orgasm. So that's what I'm trying to say. Everybody is looking for better sex. And this guy talks about being a police officer and how being in a gunfight made for some of the best sex that he ever had when he got home with his wife. Says knock down, drag out, fight, cuffed them and stuffed them. Finally get home at the end of the ship and cop says gunfight, bad guys down. I'm alive. Finally get home at the end of the incident and they all say the best sex I've had in my By George, I think we got down to the bottom of all the police violence that's going on in America right now. 
like I said, I, I'm not anti-Leo law enforcement officer at all. Like, I mean, I've had my bad run-ins. I, I had to spend three days in jail because I got caught uh, driving on a suspended license. And guess what? I was polite. I obeyed orders. Now, do I think they were kind of being dicks? Yeah, they, they definitely were being dicks. But what are you going to do? But, like, now, like, you know, man, or is this in the back of the mind of all the cops when they pull somebody over and they're like, hell yeah, I hope this guy has a gun on him so I can gun him down or at least be, into, be in a gunfight because I am going to go home and fuck the shit out of my wife and have the best sex that I've ever had in my life after killing somebody. I'm not saying it's murder. I'm, say, I'm not saying it's not justified. But, I mean, if, if this is a cop inside thing that is leading, like, if this is a, like, cop thing, hey, guess what, man? Yeah, I, uh, I killed that dude the other day during the traffic stop. Oh, he had a gun, and, and he deserved to die. But, you know, I wasn't going to give him that chance. And I heard, I heard uh, you know, John and Tom, I don't know why I said John and Tom, in the break room, talking about, hey, man, I killed a person. I had some of the best sex in my life. Hell, my wife even gave me anal because I gunned somebody down. Because if that's the case, there's the problem. <laughs> it's not any of this uh, all lives matter, black lives matter. It all comes down to horny-ass men wanting better sex. Both partners are very invested in some very intense sex. Wait, hold up. Now, look, I, I'm not one of those, like, sex guys. Like, I, I've not had a lot of partners in my life. Because you got to remember, I was married for, like, 10 years. Really didn't get a lot of sex then. But what is intense sex? Like, my intense sex might be a different intense sex for somebody else. And, look, I'm not trying to shock jock you here, but what if there's, like, a cop in a little small hick town, like in Mississippi or Alabama? Is the sex, do you get better sex, like, if you take down a minority? Like I said, I'm not, I'm not trying to shock jock, but, like, oh, honey, yes. I'm going to let you go ass to mouth. If you don't know what ass to mouth is, just figure it out. I mean, it's self-explanatory, ass to mouth. But if you kill, like, a minority, like, is that what you get, ass to mouth? Is your wife going to let you pretty much do whatever you want to her? If you, Hey, honey, man, I killed some uh, Haitian refugee. I don't know why it was in Mississippi or Alabama, but I'm getting asked to mouth. There's not a whole lot of perks that come with this job. You find one, relax, and enjoy it. See, like I said, like with everything else, as uh, us as humans, we got to fuck it up. Like, we just cannot take a natural thing that is ingrained into our DNA and just enjoy it. No, we got to make sex complicated. It, it, like I said. That, that is proof alone that sex is a drug. You know, I, I know a lot of people want to make fun of the people that say that they have a sex addiction, but it is a drug. It really is. I mean, if you look at all these serial killers and stuff, it is a sexual, like, turn-on when they do this type of stuff. So, yeah, us as humans, we pretty much screw up everything. We screw up the environment. We screw up race relations. We screw up the economy. I mean, we are going to just basically commit suicide. Like, we don't even have to worry about an asteroid or anything hitting us. It's just going to be like, we're just going to just wreck everything like we do. Like, we got a good thing going here, people, but we don't always have to take it to the next level going to take a quick break be back in a few seconds you are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast great news folks you now have the chance to see the face in front of that sexy voice <sighs> right you are sir the Tuttle Daily Podcast streams Monday to Friday on YouTube anything can happen at the Hobo Fish Camp oh okay oh okay sir that's enough mm. okay so go to youtube.com slash Tuttle 
Don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell button so you're notified anytime Tuttle goes live. Good job, sir. I know you've got a lot of entertainment options these days. Netflix, YouTube if you're poor, America. <laughs> Funniest idea for a country I've ever seen. Let's get 325 million people who disagree, put them in one place. And everyone's allowed a gun. <laughs> but no one's allowed healthcare. <laughs> That's brutal. Grand Theft Auto isn't that brutal, do you know? In GTA, if you get too injured, the game will put you in a nearby hospital, patch you up, take 5% of your income, put you back on the street at full health. In real America, if you get hospitalised, the hospital will probably get you addicted to painkillers and then take you to court for every cent you're worth. Grand Theft Auto has a more progressive healthcare system than the United States of America. All right, guys, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I know a lot of you guys are going to get tired of me talking about this, but make sure you go to my website. I wanted to make things very, very easy for you guys. Because, look, I'm, I'm not calling you guys idiots. I'm not calling you dumb. I know that everybody has got a busy-ass life, especially on a Monday. But go to my website, Tuttle.net. And you'll be able to vote for me. I mentioned this earlier into the show uh, that I want to be at least nominated for the best of Orlando from the Orlando Weekly best of podcast, not on the radio. Now, you're going to have to write me in. And when you write me in, make sure you use the title, The Tuttle Daily Podcast. Because I want to prove a point. I've said this. I look at my analytics every single morning, and it tells me nobody in Orlando is listening to me. But for some reason, uh, fucking Wichita, Kansas loves the hell out of all the content that I'm putting out. So if you could do me a favor, like if you're a fan of the show, you know, I've, I've compared it to people that discover bands before they break big. You're, you're proud to see them grow. You're proud to see them become a success. And if you're a fan of this content and you want me to keep doing it, because I'm going to keep doing it no matter what, but it would also be nice that I could make a living off of this. I don't, I don't need a lot of money. And I, I think being nominated, being in the Orlando Weekly on their website, because I, I know that Tom and Dan are going to win this one. That's why I said that I just want to be nominated. Not saying, look, for, for what I'm doing right now, I don't know if you guys realize behind the scenes what I do to be able to do this podcast every single day. There's a lot of shows out there that have thousands and thousands of dollars of equipment, and I do this thing on my fucking iPhone and I in post production, and even with the the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle, I do everything off of my phone. I am a bare bones business, man. That bare bones business. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. If you're an Office fan, you'll know that one. Anyways, go to my website Tuttle.net and write me in. Right there. there. There is a big logo. You cannot miss it. I want to thank Jason, the guy that created Tuttle.net for me. Really, really great guy. Can't thank him enough for all the work that he does to actually make me look professional and have a professional-looking website. So go there and vote for me and write me in for the best sub podcast, not on the radio, on OrlandoWeekly.com. All right, so since day one of me starting in radio, I've always heard the term evergreen topic. Just topics that you can always go to that are going to be polarizing, that uh, are, are going to get people to call in to your show just to get phone calls, to get people fired up. One comes to mind, pit bulls. Is it, you know, are pit bulls evil or is it all in how you raise them? That, that's one of the ones that people talk about all the time. You know, legalization of marijuana. 
I mean, that one's kind of going away now with all the states and the government finally figuring out, hey, we can make some big money off of this weed. But the other one is spanking your children. Corporal, uh, well, in this new story I'm going to play for you, they call it corporal punishment. And I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Listen, I'm 40 years old. I am never, as far as I know, going to be a parent. Like I said, there could be a couple (laughs) throughout the state of Florida that I could possibly (laughs) had sired some kids and they just never like bothered. They're like, oh, uh, what's it going to do? Probably going to cost me more money in legal fees just to get child support from this deadbeat guy named Tuttle that does all the stupid stunts and gets treated like shit on the radio. Yeah, so I could have some out there, but if I was ever to have kids, I don't think that I would, like, physically punish my kids. Now, I also don't want you people to think that I look down on anybody that does spank their kids. Because I I was spanked. And I think that more and more parents are getting away from it as the generations pass on. You know, there's still racism here in the United States, but it's gotten better through the generations. It is, it's just starting to be like a recessive gene that is just going away. But I, uh, I got to tell you, I, I know this is going to make me sound like the most sensitive, big-ass pussy growing up as a kid, but I would rather get beat to an inch of my life, then hear my mom or dad say that they were disappointed in me. But I also know growing up as a kid, my dad gave any of my teachers permission that if I got out of line, that they were more than open. He was more than open with them taking care of business. If, if I needed to get a paddling, yes, he was all down for it. And I got to tell you, I would rather have uh, these uh, weak-ass, limp-armed teachers or principals giving me the corporal punishment than my dad. Because the worst thing is that my dad was a hard worker and wouldn't come home until late. And when I did get into trouble, my mom, the weight, the anticipation absolutely killed me because my mom would say, go to your room, do not leave. Your dad's going to handle this when he gets home. And by handling it, I knew what was coming, but the weight, the anticipation of, oh, crap, what kind of mood is he going to be in? Am I, is, is this going to be like a, a, a three slapper? Or is he just going to beat the fuck out of me until he gets tired? Finally, you understand what's going on. Wait. Would you go, but out, out. That's a school principal. No, put your hands down. Hitting a six-year-old with a wooden paddle. I say this all the time. I don't want to sound like that old guy that we all made fun of when we were younger. Like, we were always like, man, if I sound like a a parent or an adult, when I get older, I'm going to kick my own ass. But I'm about to sound like that old guy because I know for a fact that the paddles that the principal had at our school had the holes drilled into it. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, what difference does it make to have holes drilled into the paddle? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, Aerodynamics. It allows the wind to travel through the holes and they can get a better connection, a better swing, more velocity, more strength behind it. I didn't see a single hole in this paddle that this teacher was beating this student with. And by the way, this is down in South Florida in Miami because they don't even bother to translate what this mother, because the mother is the one that was filming her kid getting beat. And this is where the story gets interesting is, is that, you know, why would the mother stand by idly and let this happen if she was completely against it? In front of her mother. Con el odio que le dio a mi hija, o sea, fue un odio que realmente yo nunca le había dado a mi hija, como ella le dio We know the name of the woman with the paddle through a report from the Henry County Sheriff's Office. It says the principal of Central Elementary 
Melissa Carter and Cecilia Self, a clerk, are the two women in the video. We tried to reach them through the school district, but were unsuccessful. The child's mother recorded this video. Why didn't she stop the beating? See, this is what is so frustrating about this news story. Like, it is a great news story to be able to talk about, but I don't understand anything that this woman is saying because they didn't even bother to subtitle. They didn't even bother bother to have somebody translate what she was saying. You know, and, and I'm not saying anything bad. Yeah, speak your native tongue. I'm not one of those guys, uh, you live in America, you better speak English. No, I'm not one of those guys at all, but come on, man. I mean, just because you're in South Florida, don't forget about all the Caucasians that don't know how to speak Spanish. Mom told deputies the school called Tuesday, April 13th, saying her daughter damaged the computer. The fee? $50. First of all, why are they going after this kid for 50 bucks? Doesn't our taxpayer money pay for these computers? It's not like this came out of the pockets of any of the teachers. You know, if you own a home, and I know what you guys are going to say, oh, she's an illegal immigrant. She does not pay taxes. Actually, you know what? The illegal immigrants actually get a raw deal on this. Actually, this actually works out better for the United States government because they're getting these illegal immigrants and stuff, which I'm not making assumptions. She is an illegal immigrant. I've already listened to this story. But what I'm trying to say is that they're getting money withdrawn out of their checks every single pay week. But they're not getting a tax return because they are undocumented citizens. So it's like they're taking money out but they're not able to get any of it back because, like I said, they're here illegally. In the report, mom says the school also mentioned paddling with her and a deputy present. In the report, the mother says she didn't understand the process correctly. Later that day, she went to the school to pay the fee and they took her into the principal's office. Behaving and taking care of the stuff. You don't keep messing up things. You know, like earlier when I was talking about how sex is like instinctual, the mother's like mother instincts to protect her kid. I mean, you just can't fight those, right? Like seriously. Or is there just mothers out there that are like, oh, you know what? I can just make another one. No. If, if you really cared about the well-being of your kid, your daughter, that is about to get beat by the principal with a very bad-looking paddle. Doesn't even have holes in it. Like I said, pussy-ass paddle. Because I got to tell you, I got smacked by paddles that had the holes drilled in them. And there is a very, very big difference. But where was this mother? Why did the mother not step in? Why did the mother not just like, you know what? Fuck it. You're not hitting my kid. It's just not happening mom looks around no cameras nerves set in so she did what she thought was her only option she hid her cell phone in her purse and pressed record am i the only one like i i know a lot of you guys think well tuttle's just shock jocking us again he's taking the opposite opinion just to stir us up no like i said this mother, if she had such a problem with it, she should have stepped in. But no, you know what she did? She recorded it. She recorded it on her cell phone. And this almost sounds like a big ass payday. Because later on in the story, you they've already got a lawyer. She has lawyered up. They are going to get paid big time. Going to take more funds out of the poorly supported and underfunded schools here in the state of Florida, I could see this. I, I could see somebody be like, all right, baby, I need you to go to school today. I need you to fuck up one of the computers. Yes, I know that I'm asking a lot of you, honey. You're going to have to take a couple of swats with a paddle that does not even have holes in it. You'll be fine because we are going to get paid. 
Aid. Yo sacrifiqué a mi hija para que todos los padres se den cuenta de lo que están haciendo en esta escuela. Henry County School District's policy does not allow corporal punishment. It says, quote, the superintendent shall designate sanctions for the infractions of rules, excluding corporal punishment. In fact, the policy encourages procedures that, quote, do not demean students and do not tend to violate any individual rights constitutionally guaranteed to students. Not trying to sound like that old man again, but goddamn, I got choked out by my baseball coach. Because I, I made the varsity team as a freshman. This mother effer choked me out almost in the the boys' locker room because everybody else was messing up. Everybody was causing a scene, and I guess I was the closest one, and I caught his wrath. I remember day one of pr- practice, you know, talking about demeaning kids. I was excited. Freshman year, I go up to the coach. Hey, coach, where do you want? Because he's hitting the fungo bat. He's hitting ground balls to people, and I'm like, Coach, where do you want me at? And he pointed over to the dugout, and he said, you see that bench over there? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, go sit on it, because that's where you're going to be all fucking year, Rook. Yeah. For aggravated battery, this is an aggravated battery. It's battery using a weapon that can cause uh, severe physical harm. Brent Provinsky is the family's lawyer. He works with undocumented immigrants. Uh, the child's terrified. She feels vulnerable. There's nothing she can do in the hands of these adults who overpower her and treat her so brutally, savagely, and really sadistically. If you look at that video, this principle was sadistic. You know, sometimes I think that lawyers are better workers than wrestlers because they they will use these big-ass words like sadistically. Like, I saw what happened. Yeah, it sucked. The kid was terrified. But the kid, nothing physically or permanently happen to the kid. But this lawyer, you know what he sees? He sees dollar signs. He does not give a fuck or a damn about her being an undocumented citizen, being scared. He doesn't give a fuck about the child. He just, like I said, wants to get paid. Provinsky says it's now up to the state attorney to decide whether to pursue charges against the principal and the clerk in the video. Mom took her daughter to the doctor that same day, documented the red marks and bruises. With all the dumb shit that I've done on the radio, give me red marks and bruises all day long. Because I'm telling you right now, this family is going to get a at least a minimum of a million dollars. Like, seriously. And... Once again, like I, I, I am a victim. I'm a survivor of childhood trauma, and I know that is very, very traumatic. Might not be able to tell what it has done to this kid right now immediately, but who knows what's going to happen down the line. But goddamn, man, like I, I would take the worst beating from anybody. Put me in the ring with Tyson, Floyd Mayweather. I will take... I will take the biggest ass whooping of my life. And this family, like I said, so I kind of seem like it's a little bit of a setup, is going to probably get a million, at minimum, a million dollars over some red marks and bruises. She now worries about the long term psychological damage. Y voy a hacer justicia por mi hija, porque si no lo pude hacer, el presente de ella lo voy a hacer con la justicia. Wink News contacted the Hendry County School District several times. Their official statement is no comment. I've talked about this before. I don't like to be conspiracy theory guy, but I'm now even thinking that the teachers, the principal might have been in on this whole thing. They're probably like, you know what? We are, we're getting shitty pay. They're taking away our pensions. I got to deal with these asshole kids all day long. You know what? Let's 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 work out a little bit of a scam. I mean, darks. Let, let's just do it. I'll get fired for spanking your kid on video. You act like you couldn't stop me because you're an undocumented, undocumented citizen. Yes, I, wouldn't, I would not doubt for a second that all parties were involved. And I know a lot of people are going to give me hay for that or Tuttle, you, you're shock jocking once again. Not to sound like a broken record. But I try to look at things differently here. And is this thing really, really that bad? Yes, it sucks that the kid was traumatized. 
Yes, kids fuck up computers because maybe they don't understand them and stuff. But this just seems all too convenient in my eyes. Going to take a quick break. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, do us a favor. When you're done here, check out The Little Cheese Show. That's The Little Cheese Show. Available everywhere podcasts are found. And subscribe to their Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash littlecheese437. And now, back to the show. All right, guys. Welcome back. Final segment of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Got a really, really busy day, so this is going to be a short last segment. Uh, one of the things that I found out, because I got to go to Deland today, I don't even know why the hospital did something like this. You know, my dad's been in the hospital for like almost two and a half weeks. We get a call at like 930 from a like rehab facility, not like rehab for drugs, but, you know, physical rehab. And they were telling us, oh, we just want to let you know that your dad fell. And I'm like, well why is he in Deland? He had been in the hospital in New Smyrna Beach. They had discharged him and sent him to this physical therapy rehab type place without our knowledge. Now, I know that my dad's a grown adult, but right now he is not in the right mental state to be able to be making decisions on his own. So my mom's pretty furious. My mom, my mom's uh, very timid, very quiet, but I got to tell you, you know, in last segment, I talked about those motherly instincts and she is definitely my dad's trap queen, like my dad's ride or die bitch, because once my mom does get pissed off and the claws do have to come out, look the fuck out because it's, it's not going to be pretty for you at all. Then I also have to uh, go find a replacement because I talked about this on the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream last night a little bit. I um, ended up having to pry bar the locking mechanism to the front door of the fifth wheel that my parents live in because the salt water, like with everything else that's made out of metal, it fucks it up. So... Could not get out of the trailer. Now, you guys remember that I was in the hospital after I tried to commit suicide at the end of 2019. And, you know, a lot of people take their freedoms for granted to be able to come and go do whatever you want to. Yeah, spend about 10 days in one of those mental institutions where you, no matter how much you plead, beg, ask, politely, they're not going to let you out. You're not going anywhere. And ever since that, I have been in that hospital. I have this, like, I don't even know if you call it claustrophobia because for one of the big stunts that I did back in the day on the Monsters in the Morning at Real Radio 104.1 in Orlando, I was buried alive in concrete for like two and a half days. But the thing is, is that I know that if I really wanted to get out of that concrete tomb that they had me in, I could get out of there if I wanted to. So I don't I don't think it is about the claustrophobia. It's just being able, you know, being told that what you can or cannot do, you can't move around freely. I think, you know, back to this seems to be a common theme you know, talking about humans, we are nothing but animals. Animals migrate. Animals like to move around and roam. Now, there are some people that never leave their hometown where they grew up at. And I almost feel bad for those people because they, they don't get to experience stuff. And that's why I say that I think we take our freedoms for granted. But back to what I was saying is, yes, I started freaking out yesterday. I started having a little bit of a panic attack because I could not get out of this house. I will, Oh, that's the other thing. This, this is how my brain works, people. I would not even cook myself breakfast because I was afraid that if I turned on the stove, which is propane, and the house caught on fire, 
we wouldn't be able to get out. Like, that, that's how fucked up my brain is the whole time. So, I'm hungry. I'm tired. Because last, the night before, I already realized that I couldn't get out the door. I talked about this on the uh, Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream as well, too. I usually just piss out the front door. I, I don't open the door up all the way. Nobody can see me. I, I'm pretty good at my stream. And I can just crack open the door, piss out the front door. And I couldn't do that. So, you know, that, that ruined my night of sleep. Because the whole time I was like, oh, fuck, I cannot get out of this house. I felt just, like, cooped up. It brought me back to being in, in, the, in the mental institution. And then I took the whole locking mechanism apart. Still could not get this motherfucker to open up. So I ended up having to call my dad's best friend, Mark. He came over. He brought a little pry bar. And we were able to get the whole damn thing out now. Now, the bad thing is, is that the uh, RV shop where I need to buy a new lock. Because th that lock is completely junk. Because we had to absolutely destroy it. To be able to get the door open. But I'm telling you what, man. I was really, really close. I was like another five minutes. I am going to lower my head, drop my shoulder. And I am going to just run right through this door. I didn't even give a fuck if I fucked up the whole door. I know that would have caused a, a, a lot, cost a lot more money. But luckily, we're, we were able to get that out. It is very white trash set up right now. Uh, I have a uh, couple of pieces of duct tape covering up the hole, and I have a bungee cord to be able to, uh, you know, tighten up the door so the air conditioning is not running or escaping outside of the house. So I got to go get one of those today. Got to check on my dad who has been moved to DeLand, and I just got a lot of other stuff that I got to do. So not trying to cut you guys off short. I want to tell everybody I am so grateful. I'm sorry that I was slacking a little bit last week, but you got to understand I got a lot of shit on my plate. Not making excuses. Matter of fact, I need to stay busy. I need to get in here. I need to start doing more content because this is like therapy for me. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Hope you guys stay safe and I will talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by Starfire Transport, stitchyouup.com, and pocketbearclub.com. Special thanks to show producer Vulture and co-host Sirach. Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceover.com and The Little Cheese Show. Download and subscribe to The Little Cheese Show everywhere podcasts are found. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. You have something you want to say? Tuttle at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.